Hello again, my good friends, and this is Dan Jones again with another quiet talk that I hope will bless you and encourage your faith. Do you believe this stuff that I put out twice a week? I have no way of knowing whether you do or not unless you tell me. I try to be faithful to God's Word, and then I just leave the rest to Him. Have you ever told somebody something with all sincerity, with concern for them, no selfish motives, and they respond? I just don't believe you. Now, when somebody says that they don't believe you, they are either saying that you're deluded and that you yourself believe things that aren't true or that you're a liar and you know that what you're saying isn't true, but that your motive is deception. Neither alternative is very flattering. It's nice. It's not nice when somebody says that to you. They're, they're saying that you're not a trustworthy person. Now, here's the big question of the day. Do you believe God? Perhaps you've never looked up to the heavens and said, I don't believe you, God. Somebody has done that at some time, I guess. But is it possible to be a Christian, to go to church, even support the church with your money, and yet in many areas not to believe God? I think it is. Do you want to please God? I'm guessing most people who go to the trouble of taking 11 or 12 minutes of their valuable time to listen to my podcast want to please God. You don't have to live a perfect life to please God. Some of the great heroes of Scripture were far from perfect, but evidently they pleased God. David committed adultery and murder, and yet the Bible says he was a man after God's own heart. So what pleases God? Fortunately, Scripture is very clear about this. Hebrews 11.6 says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. The 11th chapter of Hebrews, as you may know, is God's hall of fame. The people listed there all had one characteristic. It wasn't spotless virtue. It wasn't good looks or talent or exceptional intelligence. As a matter of fact, in most areas of life, they were a very diverse group. But the one thing they all had in common was faith. And in every case, their faith was not just a subjective condition, but a faith that acted. Repeatedly, we're told that by faith, Someone did this or that. By faith, Noah built an ark and saved his family. By faith, Abraham left his home to go to a land that God would later give him. By faith, he offered up his son Isaac on the altar and received him back as it were by resurrection. By faith, Moses left the palace of Egypt to identify with the people of God. You know, I hope that in the next world, I'll get a chance to have a talk with some of these folks. I'd love to ask Abraham about the call of God that came to him. Was he just out walking in the field and God addressed him in an audible voice from the sky? Was it just an inner impression? I'm terribly curious about these things. But I guess God has told us in the Bible all we really need to know. He certainly piqued our curiosity in many ways, and I suppose we'll understand it better by and by, like the old song says.
But one thing is clear. God spoke to these heroes of the faith. He spoke, and they obeyed, and that's where the faith came in. Their obedience demonstrated their faith. I want to share with you a very personal part of the way in which God has led my wife, Debbie, and me. When she was young, she noticed something in the Bible that struck her. In various places, she read that God opened the womb or God shut the womb. I could detail some of these, but I'll let you do that research on your own. Look at Genesis 20, 17 and 18 and Genesis 29, 31 for just two examples. There are more if you care to look into it. Now, there are many passages that speak of the blessing of having children. Psalm 127 is perhaps the most famous, but this theme is found throughout Scripture. So because of this, God led us to leave the size of our family to Him. We have nine children, all adults now. Now, I can imagine some people hearing that and saying to themselves, that's crazy. We're used to that response, and it's okay. We're not the first people who ever lived who have been told by well-meaning individuals that they weren't using their common sense. But I can tell you without hesitation that while I've made a lot of dumb decisions in my life, I've never regretted this one, and neither has Debbie. It doesn't mean it's been easy. Jesus never promised us a life of ease. There have been many challenges, but the reward far outweighs all the difficulty we've been through in the last 39 years or so. And we believe the eternal benefits will be even better, way better. Our choice to have children didn't come from some strange mystical experience. It came through reading God's Word and acting on it. Many people say, I just don't have any faith. Well, I have good news for you. Faith comes. Romans 10.17 says that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. The hearing he's talking about is not just what happens when sound waves cause your eardrums to vibrate. He's talking about spiritual hearing, hearing things you never heard before. But this can only happen as you read and meditate on God's Word. You must make this a daily discipline. You can't just let your pastor do this for you on Sunday. God's Word is your food. I'm guessing most of you eat food every day, not just once a week. How much more do we need to partake of the bread of life every day? As we read and take it into our souls, our faith will grow. And then as we live daily in God's Word, He will begin to make certain things there alive to us. He will show us areas of our lives that need to change. He will help us with major decisions. Faith is acting on what God shows you in His Word. Let me say quickly that 
Acting in faith doesn't mean you won't be a bit nervous about things sometimes. It just means that you obey God in spite of those nerves. At this moment in our lives, Debbie and I don't have a permanent home. We're staying in temporary places. The reason for this is that God led us both, in a very definite way I might add, to leave the church where I had been the pastor. We had a very good situation there, financially speaking. It was not easy to walk away, but since making the decision about four months ago, we've not looked back. We've not doubted. Once you step out of the boat and begin to walk towards Jesus, he boosts your faith and removes the doubts. Just keep your eyes on him. Do you want to believe? Then begin listening to God. Live daily in his word and Simply obey him. Don't worry about your own abilities and certainly don't focus on your failures. Focus on the all-sufficiency of God. Keep your eyes on him and keep your ears open to his word. More than once, Jesus asked people, Do you believe me? He asked the man whose eyes he opened in John chapter 9. He asked Martha, just before he raised her brother from the dead. And he asked his closest followers in the hours just before he was crucified. He said to them, You believe God, believe also in me. I'm not trying to present an abstract theology lesson here. This is very personal. Jesus is asking us right now, Do you believe me? the one who entrusted himself to the Father and went to Calvary for us, is urging you at this moment to simply take him at his word. Heavenly Father, I believe you. I believe your word. And if there is any area in which I have manifested unbelief, I pray you will convict me of that and show me, Lord God, where I need to put my faith in you and to step out in faith and obey your word. I know that you will come through. You have so many times in our lives, and you will again. And Lord, you will for those listening to me today, if they will just take your word and obey it, follow the Lord Jesus Christ with all their hearts. Help them to do that. Open your word to us and increase our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. My good friend, I would love to hear from you. If you're not on my email list, I send out emails twice a week with these links. And just a little word of encouragement to the folks on my email list. I'd love for you to be on there. If you're not, please contact me at father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.